Hello, my friends. It is time for an episode of Waterproof Records, your unsinkable tunes from the past, present, and future. I am your host, Jacob Givens. You've been with me before, and more of these are coming on the way, and I'm excited because we've, we're doing something today that we haven't done in quite a while. I've been getting a lot of questions, people asking, are you going to have guests on the show? Hell yeah, I am. I've just needed to get around to it, and what better time... Then we are when we are home for the holidays and we can actually take those moments at home and invite someone on and, and get a chance to chat. But I'm what I'm really excited about is this is yet another friendship that I've made from the very app that got me to you, TikTok. It's crazy what this app has done for us. And so today on the show, we are welcoming a friend that I have made through music and through TikTok, Mac Glocky. Let's go. Things are gonna change. But before we welcome him onto the show, we're going to get the uh, the sponsors out of the way. Um, not out of the way. I love you, DistroKid. This show has been sponsored by DistroKid. Make sure you go to my profiles and you click on my links because I do have a special VIP 30% off for your first year of DistroKid. It is distrokid.com slash VIP slash waterproof. I highly recommend you do this. 30% off for your first year. It's incredible. And DistroKid is exactly what you need as a musician and as an artist to get your music out everywhere. They make it so easy. You upload your songs and boom, you're streaming around the world. What better service is there than that? This is why I love that they sponsor the show because I use them. I plan on using them in the future and I think you would really enjoy it. They have all sorts of cool services and things that you can do and features to really enhance your music and get it out there so that people can hear you and your amazing sounds. So do it. Check it out. Distrokid.com. 30% off with my special link and uh, check it out. But you've been dying. You've been, you know, pins and needles right now. You're going, you know, maybe you know McClucky and you're a huge fan or you're like, hey, I don't know who this is and I'm excited to learn more. Well, you've come to the right place. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would like to welcome my guest and I'm going to start glancing down at my screen right now. Uh, we can welcome Matt Glocky, otherwise known as Zach McLaughlin. Welcome to Waterproof Records. What's up, man? What is up? It's, it's great to be here, man. It's I'm awesome. so happy to have you here. And this yeah, is man. this is the magic of social media, the magic of TikTok, right? Yeah, it brought us together. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've and I've never been on a podcast before, so thank you for for giving me my first podcast. Oh, lot, I'm, I'm 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 uh not to be vulgar, but I'm breaking your podcast cherry, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to give the audience a quick you know, history on how you and I met on, uh, on TikTok, which is pretty cool. And that's what I love about this app. You, yeah. know, you, you are a musician. You are a songwriter. Um, you're very talented. I love your voice. I think Thank it's you. just absolutely wonderful. And you're really skilled at the guitar. Um, but Thank you, you yeah, yeah, of course you came across my, you know, scrolls and tags. Um, I had seen some people kept tagging me and you doing this 
Billy Corgan disarm video and you yeah. you, were, you were sounding like him and uh, your head was shaved at the yeah, time, I, was, I think. I was bald at the time. Yeah, you were so bald. that really yeah, added it, to the illusion. <laughs> it really did. And and I got tagged in it like like dozens of times and I went and watched it and I was like, wow, this is great. And so, you know, I duet from time to time, but, you know, duetting is one of those things that people have mixed feelings about, right? It's because you're, you're just basically, you're pointing your audience to somebody else um and and there right. it, you know you get there's criticisms where people are like oh well you're just you're not doing anything you're just motioning to this other person's talent right. and I'm like I'm like yeah but the point of it is if you hadn't heard of this this guy I want you to hear about him and this is how I can share it yeah. but then that that's what brought us together and from then once we friended each other on TikTok I saw that you were just so much more than just a guy who was doing a great Billy Corgan disarm impersonation you were a songwriter and you're really the things that impress me the most is you do these, you know, this band doing a version of this song. Those things are right. unbelievable. Thank uh, you, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so good. They get, those get sent to me all the time. I get them in my message. Oh, really? Yeah, people okay. are like, and I'm like, uh, and now I'm like, yes, we're friends. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe now that you've been on my show, people can understand that we uh, that we're 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 in touch. I see your right. videos. Yeah, absolutely. And you too, man. Like I, yeah. I really love your. Uh, you're hearing this band for the first time videos. Those are every time I see those, it just puts a huge smile on my face. And, and, uh, I just love your, uh, your passion and your positivity. And, uh, it's, it's, it's contagious, man. It's, I, Thanks, I love, dude. I love your content, man. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. So what, what, uh, what led you to even make a TikTok? Like when, when did you start? Well, um, it was, I, the one that I have now is actually my second account. And oh. I had, yeah, I had a first account and it was just Zach McLaughlin. It was just my name. Yeah. And I was doing the same sort of stuff, like the different songs and different styles, videos and same sort of content I'm doing now. Um, and it got deleted at around like 40,000 followers. <gasps> no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, this was in 20, 2019, 2020. Wow. Um, and, uh, Later on, I was just like, you know, well, shit, like it's deleted. And Man. I was really I was really deflated and just like discouraged from doing it again because I felt like I kind of got lucky. Like the first video I did, like got viral. It was uh, I was doing if, if Kurt Cobain sang uh, uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. Nice. I don't think which, I've ever seen that. Which I did. I redid it again on this channel, but Smash Mouth ended up seeing it and like reposting it and stuff. So it was oh really my cool. God. That's but, so cool. Yeah, and it, it 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 I felt like I got lucky. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna get that traction again." And it was like for a while, it was really discouraging. And then one day, I was kind of just like, you know, I I love putting out content. Like I I love doing it. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it again. Yeah. Made this account. First video I did went viral. And I Amazing. Was back in it all of a sudden. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Well, that just goes to show you that you know there's. <laughs> It's interesting because TikTok is the wild west of content creation right now. We are really yeah. in an era where, you know, I've been around a long time. I if I would gather I'm a, a little bit older than you are. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I you you seem uh, much younger than I am. I am I am 44 years old, and so I have been in LA chasing the dream, chasing the you know the whole thing right, and yeah. making content. And so I had a Vine. You know, I've I've put stuff on YouTube. I've done sketches. I've done all this stuff, and all of it. It's like no matter how hard 
Um, I would try and many friends of mine would try. It was just like you just couldn't couldn't catch. But TikTok really opens the door for millions of people to see what you're capable of in an instant. And I think that it's really no surprise that when you made your second account that your first video went because when when you have something to offer, when you bring something to the table, a lot, you know, there can be tons of people that go viral because they, uh, you know, I don't know, they they made something with their armpit, you know, like a like a fart noise and it made somebody laugh. And then it's seen by 50, 50 million people or whatever. And you can go, yeah, but are they? Are they really trying to create more art or something to offer the world? Sure, it's good for a laugh, but um, I think people see that and they go, oh, anything can go viral on TikTok. But the things that stay the test of time and grow are the I have something that I want to give you and I I hope you enjoy it, you know. Right. Something that's going to keep people coming back because, yeah, yeah, you have that one off video that goes viral. But then it's like, well, what's what's your act? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Now you have these people watching. So it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's really true. And it it was I think a big part of it is just finding a niche and just sticking to it. Yeah. You know, and and like you'll have your videos that will uh, go super viral. And then, but I mean, most of the time they don't, they get, you know, you have like that core group of people that watch and yes. those are the people that you want to hold on to because yeah. those are the people that that are going to stick with you. Yeah. And I, um, I am so proud of you for coming back because losing 40,000 from a deletion, that would really, really kind of send me into a tailspin because, you know, up to a certain point in my life, I'd never had numbers like that. And to have put that effort in, and then to lose it all. I've seen people talk about losing their accounts. And then there's times where, you know, I've had some unusual things happen with my my account. And I'm like, uh-oh, could this be the moment? Could I be, could it all fall away? Did they ever right. give you a reason for it or for the deletion? Or was somebody just reported you probably out of malice it, or spite? It's, it's TikTok, man. I don't know. Yeah. Who um, knows, I, right? I, and I've, I've been like, that's why I've been just, I've been so careful about like, I mean, and you should be anyway, you should be very careful of what you say sure. and everything. But I was just in the case of TikTok, I just because they don't tell you and you and you no. you try to get a hold of them and they don't they just exactly. say your you know, your thing has been denied and they don't tell you why it's like, I know. Okay. And they, I have on this account, I have been banned from live streaming a couple times, which I saw happen to you a little while ago. My first one. And, and I was shocked. I was like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> exactly. And you're like, and, and you go because you can watch the live streams like you yeah. can go back and watch them and i would watch them and i'd be like what no, nothing happened like what yeah. what what happened and they yeah. don't they don't tell you yeah it's, yeah it's frustrating it's it's very frustrating but all that stuff aside um let's get to a little bit more of you know your story kind of what led you to become a musician and and the music fan that you are uh where where are you from where's your hometown uh i'm from sacramento california right. nice um, yeah, I, uh, it all really started when I was, I was two years old and wow. I'm, I'm, tw- I'm 26 now. So okay. I, I was, I was two years old and, um, my mom just put on the, the Buddy Holly story movie with Gary Busey. Yeah. I, I've seen apparently, that. Apparently I just became obsessed with it and like ever, like from then on, you know, I tried other things as a kid and stuff, but the music seed was planted really then. And she made like a, a, she recorded a cassette tape where 
it was just the music scenes from the movie and I would stand in front of the TV and dance around to it and have my little plastic guitar and pretended to play guitar and everything. Oh, I love that. And uh, yeah, and I, I started taking guitar lessons when I was probably like seven mm-hmm. uh, with my uncle and then, you know, started getting into like Green Day and, uh, you know, pop punk and stuff. And um, I didn't start doing bands until I was like maybe 10 or 11 yeah um i saw the movie school of rock and i was like that i want to be in a band now for sure like i was already into music (laughs) but i saw school of rock and i was like okay i'm definitely joining a band for sure a hundred percent and uh yeah i mean you know it was a it was a a long journey of like being into certain things and then not being into certain things and then oh that's kind of cool no no that's kind of lame now yeah and uh I, i think when i got to high school was really when i kind of developed my permanent taste in music where uh now it's just kind of i listen to a lot of different things but you know, now I'm definitely more into like heavier stuff and I, I write a lot more heavier stuff. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I'll discover a band where I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm craving that. I love discovering new bands that you're that you get super into. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's been a while. It's been a while yeah. since that's happened for me. Yeah. And I, I think that that's pretty common. I, I've gotten into conversations before and I've rarely had anybody disagree. But there is something about our teenage or adolescent years where the deepest impression, the deepest cut that music makes is that time in your life because you really are building who you are as a person. And while we love to hear new bands and there's tons of, you know, heavy metal, you know, bands that I've I've discovered in my adult years that I love so much and I'm crazy about, but it will always come back to um, this real foundation that was laid when I was a teenager and then I was like, I'll always look back on that as like the where the groundwork was laid. And then I love to find new bands now. But again, yeah, it, it just can't beat that feeling. No, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the the last band that I discovered probably that I'm is like probably one of my favorite bands now was like five years ago. It's a band from the UK called Everything Everything. Oh, I've never heard them. And, I don't uh, think they're actually like a, an art pop band. I'm going to have to check um, them out. And yeah, you should check them out. The The songwriting is just incredible and they have such a unique sound. One of the most unique bands working right now, I think. Awesome. But. Awesome. I, I'm wondering if they've come across any of my playlists or anything like that, because I vaguely feel like I've seen everything, everything. But, um, you know, with these streaming music services, sometimes things will just roll and you'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you're from Sacramento, which I've been up there. That's a cute town. I love the, uh, yeah. the, the uh, what's that, that old town, the, the, where all the old town Sacramento, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a nice little area. Um, I get up there more frequently than you'd think because I have a buddy who works at the B Street Theater there in uh, Sacramento. Okay. So he's yeah. an actor. And uh, so we, okay. we get up there. So if I'm ever around and you're ever around, we'll have to go go grab a pint oh, yeah. or something. That yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I'd love yeah, it. I, I, I played around, you know, in bands in Sacramento. Um, you know, I was opening for like uh, Puddle of Mud, um, Hoobastank. That's awesome. Um, Buck Cherry. Uh, play with Trapped a couple times. Uh, pre pre disgraced Trapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a little disgraced now, but yeah, uh, it's, see, that yeah, tends and, tends to happen with bands nowadays, right? More and more yeah. people come out and go, "This person did this," and you're like, "Uh oh." So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, Sacramento is. Uh, it has a great music scene for sure. There's a lot of uh, really talented bands, and there's a lot of great venues. You know, I don't know yeah. if you, you ever been to the Ace of Spades. No, no, no. Yeah, great venue. Uh, there's a there's a few really old like great venues in Sacramento. Um, it's yeah. a great place to be in a band for sure. Yeah, 
Well, that you had mentioned, you know, having music be a big part of your life since you were a child. I'm the same. There's really no surprise that somebody who is a music creator and I'm a music creator, it does happen at such a young point in your life and really becomes the thing. And it's interesting because I'm a father of two boys and I kind of just assumed that, oh, it's just going to happen the exact same way. I'm just yeah. going to have these children and they're going to be like music obsessed like I am. And they, they it's not that they aren't. It's just such a different path. And I've had to come to terms with I can't just sit my son down and be like Smashing Pumpkins is my favorite. It shall yes. be yours. <laughs> it's not it just doesn't work that way. It's the right. same with same with Star Wars. Like there's all these nerdy things that I loved growing up that I was hoping my boys would just grab onto and be like, I love it, dad, because you love it. And it's just been yeah very humbling for me to learn like no they have their own groundwork and my my oldest son he loves you know uh beat driven stuff because he is into video games and gaming and you know cut his teeth on minecraft and all these you know video games so he has this ambient style and he likes beats and so he makes music that are like you know, interesting gaming kind of things. And so I, he does have that music bug in him. It's just, it's been a learning experience for me to see a guy who plays guitar, who's used to drums, bass, whatever. I'm seeing how he is experiencing music in such a different way. Yeah. But that's he, cool. yeah, but he does. That's really do, cool. Yeah. He does what we do, which is it still affects him a lot. You know, when he was young, we would watch movies and like the John Williams scores. He would love like, and he would tell me, oh, I love this part right here. And I was like, oh, he he has the he has the the composition brain. Yeah. And then and then my youngest son is only eight. So he's you know, he's copying a lot of what his older brother does. But it, it's um, we'll see. Maybe one of them will end up being like, oh, yeah. like, like wants to be with dad. But one of them will be like, Dad, I want to learn guitar. And you're just like, I've waited for this moment. That's totally right. To that's totally what I wanted to happen this whole time. Is that I was just talking to my buddy um my uh, from Chicago, and he said his son, he's a drummer, and he's an amazing drummer. And he said he heard like his son pick up a stick and hit the pad like three or four times, and he said his whole body like went <gasps> because of this mere possibility that his child would wanna would wanna play, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, I would be the same if I just came out suddenly and one of my boys like had my guitar and was just like, bam, 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 bam. I'd be like, oh, it's time, it's time, <laughs> it's time, it's time. Yeah. But you, you know, uh, being young and loving music and being into music. There is a thing that I love to ask guests on the show, which is there tends to be the moment that you go. So I, I, I played piano first and then I was smitten by the idea of playing guitar and the switch over where I was like, for Christmas, I want a guitar. I want to learn how to play guitar. And for me, it was probably around Metallica's black album. It actually wasn't even, um, the Smashing Pumpkins yet because that hadn't come out. Okay. Um, but I was I was more into like Metallica and Megadeth at the time, and I asked for my first guitar, and I really just wanted to be able to play guitar like Kirk Hammett and like Dave Mustaine. I really wanted that, and that was the that was the point that I was like, I have to get a guitar. I have to get a guitar. And right after I got one, what was kind of a good thing was having the idols like Kirk and Dave and these guys grunge and this isn't an insult on grunge 
But when <laughs> but when Nirvana comes out and all these bands come out and the style of playing is a lot more forgiving in that once you yeah. figure out a power chord, you could play some songs. That's exactly what happened to me. And I think yeah. a lot of people too. A lot of people, right? <laughs> and it and and this was the era where playing a solo became uncool. Yep. And this is what was going on then. It was like it was like you were in an, if you were gonna get into an alt grunge, you know, band in the early nineties, like playing a guitar solo was lame. Yeah. And it was you would do like an anti solo almost. And um that being said, guys like Billy Corgan in the pumpkin still was ripping crazy solos in that in that style of music. But as I was cutting my teeth out of the guitar, I was getting less discouraged because you could play along. And then as you got better and better and better, you could start going, OK, now I'm going to go back in and see if I can try that intro to Tornado of Souls off Megadeth's, you know. Um, of Rust in Peace, or I'm going to try this song, and you get better and better, and you feel like you can do more things. But I, this long-winded question is all <laughs> to say, was there a moment that you looked and said, I need a guitar, and I need it now because you heard something, or was it just a, a much larger picture than that? Well, I, I for me, it was just like, I, I don't know if I can pinpoint a certain moment just because... Sure. Just from that very young age, it, it was just always kind of a thing in my brain, like, yeah, you know, and I, I think what really made me uh, around the time that I started taking it really seriously, and I was like, I want to get like an actual guitar and like play, uh, play guitar was uh, when I was super into Green Day, like that was the first band that I really, really got into. I don't listen to them much anymore, like once in a while, if I'm really in the mood, but sure. At the time, like all I fucking listened to was Green Day. Yeah. And uh, it was around when American Idiot came out that that really happened. And I started going back and like, you know, I hear I would hear like, uh, you know, Basket Case or Longview. And I was like, oh, this is the same band. Whoa, that's crazy. And, you know, th all those things started clicking in my mind. Yeah. And then, you know, I discovered what a power chord was. And like you were just saying, and I was like, oh, that's how you write songs. You just do this. Yes, all yes. over the guitar. And I would spend hours in my room playing Green Day songs. And like, you know, I, I learned a lot of them. And uh, it was a really cool time of just discovering my passion for performing. And I would like be in my room and I would pretend that they were my songs. And uh, and uh, it was it was awesome. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, I, I would come home and instead of doing my homework, I would play Green Day songs just for hours. I love it, which might have been a bad idea in hindsight, but. You know, you you live, you learn, but now it you're doing, you're doing fine. Um, but I, but I was going to say, uh, American idiot is a good one to come in on because, um, that is really green day maturing and getting to a much more ambitious, you know, yes. epic album that would go yes. on to, to, you know, be a, a stage production. I mean, it's, it's just literally, um, that that was them stepping into their own. When I was growing up, Dookie was the Green Day album, which I loved and I played yes. through. But you were getting a very mature Green Day and then getting this backwards material that you could go look at. So that that must have just been a cool experience to be able to experience, you know, hear a band that had reached this great level of songwriting. And then you go back to the early days and you go, they're still great songwriters. It's still not, you know, it's not like you're going back and you're like, this is bad. It's just. Yeah maturation right they're just getting yeah. better and better and better but um yeah i still have a, a soft spot in my heart for green day even though i don't find myself putting them on all the time 
if one will, will come on and I'm in this '90s cover band, we'll do you know we'll do Long View and we'll do Welcome yeah. to Paradise. Those they're are fun just, songs. They're, they're really super fun songs. fun songs. Absolutely, crowds love them, so you can't can't you know change change that. But um, yeah. but outside of that, so you Green Day was a big part. You're playing guitar. We're getting better, learning to play more instruments. You had mentioned, and I can gather this from your content, it seems like Deftones has a huge effect on oh, you. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah. wh- where, like, were you a teenager when you were first exposed to, to Deftones? And, and what did that do for you in terms of, like, your guitar playing and what you wanted to accomplish? Yeah, uh, it's uh, when I was, uh, I probably was 15 Mm-hmm. 16 i was in a band called overwatch it was long before the video game yeah you were the um, first <laughs> what's funny too i shit i actually have one of our sweatshirts but the logo is like pretty much the same it's yeah. like our logo that we had is it's the video game like it's almost like they saw it like it's crazy they sh- for sure did dude you but- live in sacramento <laughs> you're not you're not even that far from silicon valley you know what i mean like there was somebody who saw overwatch <laughs> these guys are pretty good All these right. guys are pretty good and used yeah. it in a in a game design i wouldn't doubt it for one second yeah um but uh when I was in that band, um, our guitar player was super into Deftones and he showed them to me. And uh, the first album that I heard was Diamond Eyes. It was right when Diamond Eyes came out. So wow, Diamond yeah. Eyes was everywhere. Um, and I think the first one I put on was You've Seen the Butcher. Nice. And I was just like, you know, I, I wasn't really familiar with like seven string guitars and eight string guitars, baritone guitars, because I, w- I was listening to like, you know, Foo Fighters and Green Day and stuff. Totally. Which is, you know, I I wasn't really familiar with all that. I didn't know a fucking guitar could sound that way. Right. I was like, holy shit. It sounds like a, like, sounds like a laser, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Sounds like power converters, like, um, and, uh, you know, I love uh, it. You're speaking (laughs) my language. You're speaking my language. That's how it is. Yeah. And, and hearing, you know, Chino's extremely unique take on his vocal performances and 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 everything and just you know abe's you know animalistic drumming and everything it was just like i was like holy shit this is insane and i just i started going back and listening to white pony and um you know very quickly they became my favorite band and i think they'll yeah. probably be my favorite band forever um it was yeah it had, it had a huge impact on me i mean the only reason i started playing uh seven string guitars and eight string guitars is because of stefan and um and obviously i do my deftones videos and Mm -hmm. it's it's a great way for me to feel like i'm getting new deftones music because when they release an album i'll listen to it to hell and then be like well i want more and then yeah you know my my deftones versions of songs is kind of me like feeling like i can sort of hear them in a way but you know obviously not the same as getting just new music but yeah yeah um yeah, it's it's and definitely with my songwriting. I mean, uh, like on my song that I just put out. Uh, oh, is this not not trying to plug myself? Just no, you are allowed comes. to you are allowed <laughs> to plug yourself on Waterproof Records. I was going to talk about Oh, is this? And I wanted you to talk about it because it's a great song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 electric guitars on that song are like. I listen to them even now and I'm like, this is so like Deftones. I mean, like, it's like, it's, it's totally Deftones. Yeah. Uh, you know what though? Every song I write, somebody would be like, yeah, that's totally pumpkins. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, <laughs> it just happens, dude. It just happens. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think we're carrying on 
and infusing an artist because the bands that we grew up with, they have their album that they're also emulating. We just heard it distilled through them, right? So it's just yeah. it just keeps going on and on. Of course, yeah. But but yeah. I, I love that you are this passionate about Deftones because I have always in my life, ever since I was a teenager, if I would get in a conversation with somebody about music, and I often do, um, I would I would ask them, "What's your favorite band?" And I'm fine if people say, oh, I have many, and this is probably one of my favorites, and this one that's, or this one's my favorite, but I always am always like, oh, we're not going to be that close of friends when somebody goes, I don't really have a favorite band. I just kind of listen to like what's ever on the radio. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think you and I are ever going to understand each other because I just <laughs> this think is that, now. yeah, this is ending now. I think that if you don't have that kind of love, of a band or bands at least I'll, I'll give I'll give somebody credit that they could love multiple but I I want to see that like oh man when I when I put on this album it just floors me every single time kind of energy because I'm like that's how I experience music and the people that experience music like that when you talked about the tone of Deftones being like a laser and being like power yeah. converters I'm like that's why I make my videos because I'm like it's often hard to articulate the feeling that I get. I can only do it through like emotion and a, a scene. Yeah. Uh huh. And yeah. Uh, and exactly. I I love that I have a, a place to do that now and and then meet people like you that also have that passion and drive. Um, have Deftones seen your work? Have they reached out? Um, no. Uh, I would probably like. I don't know what I would do. Uh, you're if, you're on your if way. They, if they acknowledged my one of my videos or something, I, I don't know what I would do. I would probably just like <laughs> cry. I, w I think I'd probably cry. I don't know. Get your tissue. Get your tissues you know? ready, man. You're. It's gonna happen. They're gonna see you. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about what we're doing is that uh, never before has there been an opportunity where you can make a song, a tribute, a video, anything that references the person. And now we live in the day and age where they're like, "Hey, <laughs> they, the, they saw it and they've reached out and they wanna they wanna do something with you." So I think yeah. I think uh, get prepare to cry because your your moment is is on its way. It's just a matter of time because um, a lot of these guys, they're just they're stoked that in 2022 going into 2023, people are still jamming out and loving their music and happy to stay, you know, part of the conversation. Absolutely, and yeah. and um, and I think you, you're you're going to be introducing people to Deftones that have never heard them before. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's 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 valuable. And then along the way, you get to show what you're creating like that that song do you, do you have a, a plan for like um a full album behind that song that you put out <clears throat> no like so here's the thing with albums and and people have been asking me to put out albums they're like oh i can't wait till you put out an album and everything yeah um i put out albums in the past and uh it's just there's like an in past bands and stuff but there's just there's always material on it that i'm like okay, that could have been workshop more or just yeah. scrapped. And I, I, I had this mindset of like, well, bands put out albums. So that's what I'll do. I'll put out albums because that's what bands do. Right. But it, it, I think it made the quality of the, of the, uh, it affected the quality of the writing and there's still stuff I did that I'm really proud of, but, uh, there's certain songs that I'm just like, man, that, you know, that, that could have been better. Sure. And I want to focus now on just like, 
just making sure that every song I put out is the best stuff that I can be releasing. You know, I love that. Um, I, I have a song that I'm working on right now uh, that I'm hopefully going to release uh, in like uh, February, March uh, that I'm, I'm really stoked on. And then there's a few other songs that uh, are kind of heavier and they kind of have a similar feel. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm hoping that I can get them finished soon and put those on like an EP yeah. um, along with a, uh, I'm probably going to do an acoustic version of Oasis and I'll put that on there because people have also been asking for that. But uh, it's like, I, I'd love to make an album, but I, I, I would only do so if I had like label support and I had... Sure you know, all those resources. Cause it's just, I get it. Me putting out an album for me is just, um, number one, it's like finding people to mix it and everything. And it's just, it, 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 it racks up the dollars and it's just not worth it. If I don't, I'm not a hundred percent certain that it's all material that I am a hundred percent certain is the best I could be releasing because you, you fall out of love with songs sometimes, you know, like you'll, mm -hmm. you'll start a song and like 99% of the songs that I start writing, I don't finish. Yeah. And when I was releasing albums, I would just finish them, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and now I'm really taking my time. And, you know, if, if it's not if I'm writing something and it's not there and it's not really sticking, it's not getting finished, then I'll just I move on to something else. And I wait until I find that spark again where it's like, OK, cool. Then it, it just kind of gets written. Um, so that's kind of my attitude with that. I would love to. It's just it's just not really realistic for me right now, creatively get it. or otherwise, you know. Yeah, I actually think that's incredibly healthy. I really do. I think that um, knowing yourself and knowing what you want to get out of every situation, there's no rule. There's no like guidelines to art and creating art and music. And it is all about what the artist wants to put out into the world and, and kind of falling into a path where you're like, well, I have to put out an album because that's what we're supposed to do. That's nonsense. It's yeah. you, you are, you have had a ton of streams of your song and, uh, and I, that's only going to continue. And it's because you are able to really look at that and say, I want it to be the best thing that I could put out. And you focused all of your energy in that. So I admire you. And I feel like that that's something that is important for a lot of artists to hear is there are probably people sitting out there right now listening to this show even that are songwriters and they have this really great hook or they have this really great song that they've written and they've held back on putting it out or recording it because they're like, it's just the one thing. And yeah. I think that yeah. sometimes you have to just paint the picture, put it out there in the world and be okay with, you may never paint another one again, it's okay, but that's the the journey of life, is that you put out what means something to you then, and and don't worry about it. It just has to be something that you go, I have to share this. The whole yeah. point behind art is, I see, feel, experience something beautiful in, in here, and I wanna give it to others so that they can also appreciate it. That's why we do what we do. And, yeah, and it, it took yeah. a long time for me to really realize that. Yeah. Um, it, well, it you're really realizing did. it at 26, so I gotta yeah. say you are half my, <laughs> you are half my age, and you're you're having a. Do you know how many years I spent out here just chasing my own tail, Jesus? <laughs> um, but anyway, I it is healthy, and I think it's great. I think it's great. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really I'm really stoked to to get music out, and I'm I'm really stoked that people are. I mean, just. 
just people messaging me and commenting me or commenting me commenting <laughs> asking yeah. me like you know are you putting out m- more music like yeah and at the same time you know i want to i want to get more stuff out because you know eventually sure. people you know they'll listen to a song a bunch of times and be like well i want more shit now yeah so i'm trying to find a balance between that like getting stuff out consistently but also making sure that it's like it's good you know yeah i, I um, hear you yeah Keep on. and it's it and sometimes it's uh sometimes it's kind of disconcerting or it's kind of you know you get down on your own music and stuff but of course uh of course. but what i do is like <laughs> this is kind of fucked up but when i get down <laughs> on my own music i'll uh i'll go listen to music that i know that i think is bad personally i'm not gonna put any names out there but uh i'll go listen to music that i just don't like and i'll be like bro my shit's better than this bro what no and then all of a sudden i get all all of a sudden i get all excited about my music which is oh my like, god that's kind, hilarious kind, which is kind it's it's kind of messed up honestly i'm not gonna lie but it it works it does it really works you know what i love that you share this fact because people should do that and here's what you're you're essentially doing that all of us have done at some point in time this is a little bit before your time, but um, Jerry Springer. Do you remember Jerry Springer, the reality uh, oh, yeah. TV? Yeah, Jerry, the, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Well, if you ever were going through your life and you're like, man, everything I do is so like my life is just a mess and things are falling apart and I can't get my shit together and you're feeling low. You spend five minutes watching Jerry Springer. You'd be like, no, I'm I'm doing just fine. Like things are OK because <laughs> there would be guests on the show and you'd be like, wow, dude. And so I think that what you're doing is the equivalent of a, a Jerry Springer uh, musical cleanse. You're going, let's not let's not forget that there are people that really are not that great. And they're putting music out there in the world and people are like, this is the best or it's getting heard by thousands, if not millions of people. And you go. You know, that's the thing about music and art and what drives me crazy being in the musical realms that we're in when people are in my comments and I share an album or whatever and they write things like such and such is better. And I'm always like, I'm always like, Uh, (laughs) not not in my personal life, but for you, I'm like, you cannot put value on music or movies or whatever that is that can be transferred to somebody else. It's like. It can no. only it can only be for me, right? It, I, I'm the only one. Somebody out there really, really wants to hear some of these artists that we would otherwise be like, mm, no, thank you, you know. So yeah, it's like it, it's it's obviously like music is one of the most like subjective things. Like, absolutely, it, you know, everyone reacts to everything differently, and you know, obviously, like I'll go and listen to these people that I don't think are good to get excited about my own shit. But obviously, you know, people connect to it and it's, that's great. Like, and yeah. that's, that's a beautiful thing, obviously. Yeah. You know? Oh, and I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting what you're saying, which is yeah. there yeah. Pe- people all the time will ask me about bands when I'm on live streams. They'll go, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And oftentimes they'll say, Hey, it's not my thing. They're, they're not my thing, but I appreciate and respect what they're doing and you know, that you like them. But I, you know, cause it is one of those things that, if I was with you and we were hanging out, and we were having a beer and we were just going on a rant about a band that we think sucks, you know, sure, then that yeah. that's that's totally normal. And that's totally fine. That's human conversation. It's it's one of those things that I'm always like, you know, when when TikTok started going for me, people were like, you should make videos where you're hearing this band and you're reacting and like barfing. And I was like, no, you know, like 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 you're hearing a band that sucks. You're you're ripping on them. And I was like, yeah, I was like, 
no thank you. I'm never going to put a video out there that I'm like pointing out a band I don't like and talking about all the reasons they suck. I was like, that's just taking the joy away from somebody else who loves it. And then I become this like person who's a hater. And uh, and so I just it's just not what I want to do. But on, on, on social circles and conversations with people you love, it's like, yeah, why not be like, oh, man, do you hear this song? It's. Oh, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> it's I, I, it's, I totally agree with you. And I actually do watch content sometimes where people do that just because it is it is fun sometimes to watch people be. Oh, outraged. sure. Sure. I mean, like I like I watch uh, I watch Anthony Fantano. Oh, I have him. And, yeah, I have and, 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 Needle and Talk. Yeah. And he, he is not a he is not a fan of Deftones. Like he rips on Deftones like yeah. all the time. And I, I I still like his videos about Deftones just because it is interesting to hear what he has to say and like his perspective. Cause he'll be like, yeah, this one song is like, you know, the guitars are like compressed to hell and it sound, they sound like shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I mean, it sounds sick to me. I don't know, but it's, it is, it's still like entertaining yeah. to watch that stuff, but I would never make stuff like that just because like I make music, you know? Yes. And so I, I feel weird. Like, uh, saying anything like that about any any bands or, or reviewing music and being all like oh well this is bad for this this and this because yeah. then like you know then people go and listen to your music and it's like well i think your music sucks and it just it creates this like negative like totally and i don't i don't want my content to be that you know yeah I, like i love music and i'm really excited to talk about music so yeah uh and to put my stuff out yet you know so yeah, I'm like I you. Lo- I love to watch that stuff. I would just for that reason, I would never like want to make stuff like that. Yeah, I don't envy him being in the position. I like him, too. I follow him and I think he's very funny and he cracks me up because he yeah. is he's fearless in saying something, you know, like he's he's his latest thing, which I'm sure you've seen is he's walking around asking people. He's like, what's my worst take? Yeah. So he's he's <laughs> he is yeah. totally feeding in on the fact that he'll have these controversial takes on artists that people love. And it's become really fun and funny for him. And I, I watch it to hell. And I, I think it's very, very, uh, you know, he seems to enjoy that he is the he's the modern day music critic that everybody's like, oh, man, I can't believe you would say that about this band that I love. So he does yeah. it in a way that I do enjoy it. And I'm I, I feel the same way um, that I can watch it. But I don't envy him because it's it's a hard stance to be constantly like defend like arguing or defending people and if you've got that in your dna and you can do it and it feels good then do it but i also i think that when you are committed to making art and you know how hard it is to do you just grow so much more empathy and understanding for why something might not work well or whatever you know like Mm -hmm. if you if you if you love movies and then you you know sit around and you say this movie was so bad and it's so dumb and it sucked or whatever. But then you go make a movie, and you realize we ran out of money. We <laughs> didn't get the stars that we wanted. Nobody's yeah. watching it. You have a you have a sympathy and empathy for for what it takes to put anything together because existence makes it very hard with jobs, families, responsibilities things we have to do to just put yourself out there and be vulnerable. And so that in and of itself, everybody who does it, you kind of have to go, well, hats off to you for no, just that's, trying. That's, that's right? very true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That, yeah. That, that is very true. And uh, yeah, I, I have respect for anybody that puts themselves out there like that for sure. Right. It's hard. It's not, it's not easy it, to do, especially when you're first starting and you don't have, 
you know, any confidence in, in yeah. what you do, it's, it's tough. And then you it start is. getting the, you start getting like hate comments and stuff. And I, you know, everyone gets hate comments, you know, yeah. you get hate comments. I get hate comments. It used to yep. really bother me. And now I'm just like, dude, it's like, like sometimes people will like, <laughs> I'll do like a Deftones video or something. And people will be like, Deftones sucks. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I know. I know. <laughs> I I have like, to deal right. with. Yeah, I have to deal with the same thing with being a Pumpkins fan. Uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins obviously were very popular in the '90s, and then since the lineup changes and the the band changes, and and his and the band's desire to always kind of change what they're doing um, comes with this. You know, there's just so many people angry about yeah. albums coming out that they don't like. And so, yeah, it's, it's all the time. And, and with the comments, when I first started making content back in 2011 on YouTube and people would say like terrible shit, you know, I, I used to, oh man, I, it used to get me, cut me to the yeah, core. Me, same. Yeah. It oh used my to God. upset me so much. It, it made so me much. so upset. And then when TikTok <clears throat> started and I started getting my first, you know, real mean stuff, it, it still got to me a little bit, you know, especially when anybody attacks me as a person, my tastes are one thing, but when somebody comes after me, I'm kind of like, how, but it's getting easier. It's getting easier uh, because I am starting to realize I'm like, look, there's just, there are ways that you're putting yourself out there and I'm putting myself out there where we're sharing work and creativity and that's scary. It's a lot. And it's a, it's a thing. It's a challenge. And there's a lot of people in their life that they don't have anything that they are prepared to offer or they're just not willing to. And their only way to even feel seen or heard is through hate and is through being cruel. And I, I, I've tried to change my mindset to go, I feel bad for you. I feel bad yeah. that you rolled out of bed today and you thought to yourself, I know what's going to get this guy. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, what a, what a crummy day in the life it must be to be you. And I'm so sorry. Go, yeah. go, go hug your parents. It, it's, you know? it's, al it's always the people that say stuff like, like that too, that have like, they have no, they don't have anyone. There's no content. Like they don't yeah. post anything. They don't, don't even have a profile picture. It's Nothing. always those people. It's yeah. Just like, it's, and you're like, okay, uh, either you're an angry adult or you're a child and you are, <laughs> you are 14 and you and your friends are like some of the kids that, you know, my son doesn't hang out with thankfully. And they're just, their whole goal in life is to troll. And to just be mean because they think it's funny. And I like, I'm right. like, that's probably what's happening 90% of the time. So anyway, that all that being said, but, but I, I know we probably got to wrap things up because we have been talking for a while already, but I was going to say, I'm so glad that we connected and I'm excited to see where you're going to go. And I support like you making music and continuing to make content. And if you get, if, if either of us gets deleted, don't let that stop us. Keep after it and make music. And because I think your voice in the world is important and it needs to be heard. And you're young. You're a young man. And you've got a long life ahead of you. And I'm excited to see what you're going to do. And um, I'm saying it for you as much as me. Don't get discouraged by algorithms and videos yeah. not being seen. You know what I mean? Because this is a maddening. Yeah. It's maddening. It's maddening because you'll to one day have something be seen by millions and and really get out there that you put your time and energy on 
and then to turn around and make something that you put your time and energy on and it, it doesn't go anywhere. You, it, it's so hard not to go, well, I, why, why, you know, and yeah. I, I, I get in my own head about that, you know, no, I, I do too, man. Like all the time. I mean, uh, it's been a little while since I had like a, a video do super, super well. I think the last one I did was, uh, um, that Smashing Pumpkins Pixies song I did. Mm. That, that one that one did okay. So good. That one was um, a great one. Thank you. Thanks, man. Um, and I, I want to do more uh, Smashing Pumpkins stuff because I do like doing Corgan and, and a lot of my audience likes it too. It's just with his voice, it's hard to find like the right song where I can like, really is. sound like him. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, with those types of videos, especially those like this song in the style of this artist, I mean, those videos take a while you know, yeah. it, it's a lot of hours. And so when they don't do well, it gets, it's discouraging, but it is, it is, but, it takes but, a long time, a lot of work yeah. and it is, it is very discouraging. And, and I don't think people realize that is that these are hours and hours of time out of our day that you're trying to do something. And I, I too haven't had, you know, anything major recently. And I've, I've tried to let go. I try every day to just say, doesn't matter. I, I am, the the people that are the core like we talked about at the beginning the ones that found you and they're like i'm in i'm i'm exactly and that's th exactly where i was going next yeah, yeah. That, that's that's how i because i used to get super super down when videos wouldn't do that well but i just look at the the core group of people that watch every time and they they're always commenting and sharing yeah. and stuff and it's like you know there are people watching it's just like it's 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 unrealistic to think that every video is going to get 200,000 views in the three hours, you know, yeah. like it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and, but the core is key. And I I'm saying exactly. that right now to yeah. the people listening to this show, they're my core, you know, like yeah. the people who listen to waterproof records and write me and talk to me, they are the ones that are my ride or die. And they're, yeah. they're, they're and that's awesome. And, and that's that phenomenal. And, that, and that's really why is. I'm excited to show uh, you to them. And I think you guys should absolutely go check out his music and go watch his TikToks. He's very talented um, and uh, just a good guy. And uh, you also didn't your disarm video, didn't the pumpkins pick it up? Didn't they share it or something? I feel like yeah. on their socials, they did, they didn't did. they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, whoever, I mean, I don't know if it was Corgan, but somebody on their official account yeah. commented on it. They said like, good job or something. Yeah. And, and then they posted it on their Instagram, which yeah. was super cool. And that that brought in a ton of people on Instagram uh, over yeah. to my Instagram. So yeah, that was really uh, that that was really cool. I, I was shocked when when that got to them. Yeah, yeah, um, that's it's a good feeling when the artist sees you, and and this will all have been worth it if you get a Chino message one day. You know, wouldn't that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I doubt it, man. Like Chino does not do social media yeah. really. Stefan does, so maybe yeah. Stefan will see you see you might or, you might. It is yeah. interesting, right? Because there's artists that I've done, and and you go, they're just notoriously not gonna be cool with you know anything no matter how much love i give them so it is it is interesting because we are dealing with people that have dealt with bullshit interviews and have had their words twisted or they've dealt with all sorts of nonsense and they're like i am not gonna engage or do anything i'm gonna write music and go home and you're like yeah. all right i can respect that but i i do think that your day will come your time will come where the deftones community hopefully a lot of the fans have seeing your videos you know fans at least the the deftones fans they're like this guy gets it this guy knows this band you know so yeah it, it's been cool being able to to connect with that community uh awesome. because 
you know, the Deftones have a very uh, have a very obsessive fan base. So yeah. when they when they see anything that's remotely Deftones, they're like, ah, yes, you know, more more Deftones stuff. So I love it. Yeah, and and I love making them. So yeah, I'll definitely continue to make them. And uh, if uh, if that ever does happen and and they acknowledge it uh I, i'll make sure that you're like the first person that sees that i'm gonna be like dude look it happened bro. yeah it happened. you reach it's, out to me asap yes you let me know i want to know i'm there for it yeah absolutely man uh, well before we wrap things up today is there anything else that you'd like to promote or things that are on the horizon or just uh let let my audience know about um i mean uh shoot uh just yeah, I mean, I, I'm YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok at Mac Locky. Um, you know, I got a, a song I put out a couple months ago. Um, some of my covers are on there. I'm planning on putting more covers on my yeah. streaming services soon. Um, but I mean, you know, just the best way to support me is just to go stream and, uh, you know, follow on Instagram, whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't have anything big that I've just done that I can really promote, but yeah just kind of in general like that's you know that's my stuff and uh awesome i, I really appreciate you having me on man it's been yeah, so dude. great talking to you uh, uh i'd love to do it again sometime yeah ab um, absolutely man we will hang out we're in the same state we'll pull it off for sure yeah absolutely and uh if you guys you know uh mcglocky is m-a-c-g-l-o-c-k-y if you're looking yes. for him on youtube yeah. on instagram on tiktok that's where you can yep. find Spotify, him Spotify, apple yeah. music all that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah that's your that's your nickname right you're mcglocky yeah yeah, yeah, that was my that was my boot camp nickname. And so, so that's, that, how... that's that. And well, uh, the I know we're trying to wrap this up, but no, it's OK. Uh, just just an interesting thing about my name was when I first started because uh, I was in a band called Control before uh -huh. I was Mac Glocky. And uh, it was really hard to market the name. And it was just, you know, I ended up leaving and joining the military. So that kind of fizzled out. And I wanted to continue releasing stuff under control because we have we still have like a group like a, a solid group of people that listen to us every month. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, and it's and it's cool. And I'm, I'm really proud of what we did. But it was just so hard to market because it's just the word control. And there's also a band in Mexico called Control, and they're like huge. And I had no idea. Like some other songs have like 30 million views. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's probably should have looked into that before we, we named the band. <laughs> and I started, uh, I started releasing music under just Zach McLaughlin, but I found that was really tough too, because not a lot of people can pronounce McLaughlin or spell it. And it was just a tough name to market. So, yeah. um, you know, when people started calling me Glocky, you know, Mac Glocky, I was like, okay, that's, you know, very weird and it almost sounds like a rapper and yeah. just you wouldn't expect it to be like a metal musician and yeah i, I looked it up everywhere to make sure that no one's called that and and i was it. like perfect this is my name now this is my yeah. this is my identity now <laughs> i love it well mclaughlin uh you know that's a scottish i would assume yes. yeah, yeah so over in scotland you're probably huge everybody yes. over there is like oh it's a good it's a good mclaughlin uh making a music over here so that's a that's an impressive scottish accent that's a hard one to do <laughs> good on. that's, that's a tough one man that's a good yeah. one yeah i should make more videos in my scottish accent um <laughs> well anyway dude uh thank you again for joining me and uh yes, thank have, you for having me. have a merry christmas and a happy new year and uh, you many, too man many great things to come in the years ahead yeah so. yeah man i'm excited to right. to see what you do as well man uh, all right and i'd love to do it again sometime thank you for giving me my first 
uh, for giving me my first podcast, taking my podcast virginity. That's right. That's Uh, right. Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to the folks that that uh, over here and then we'll we'll call it a day. Sound good. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Thank you so much again for joining us uh, this week, my friends. More episodes to come in 2023. And uh, so happy to have um, McLaughlin on Waterproof Records. So definitely go stream his song, Oasis. Oasis? Say it. Oasis. Oasis. It's O I O I Z Y S. O I Z Y S. So it's a cool title. It is just one of those things that I, it, you know, I'm sure you get pronunciations all the time. Yeah. Um, Anyway, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time on Waterproof Records. Don't forget to check out distrokid.com. Go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash waterproof for 30% off one year of services. You definitely got to check them out, and we'll see you next time. Things are going to change. I can feel it. It just won't be that kind of body.